Talk Radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio, every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. This is James T. Shay, the host of Thought, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. As always, I'm here wanting to make sure that we have the opportunity to talk about those things that impact our lives today and in the future. We have to make sure that we're ready and prepared to deal with the issues of the day that are going to make a difference in our lives. We cannot sit on the sidelines and hope that things get better. We have to show an interest and dedication to wanting to live our lives in a way that brings change, not only positive positive change, not only to our lives, but to the lives of those around us. Uh, Today I was doing some reflecting on who I am and where I am as an individual. Now at the age of 58, it is important that I take the necessary steps uh, to make sure that my life uh, continues in a smooth way and that I have, uh, that when I transition, that I have left something uh, that my daughter can benefit from. And those are the kind of things that are really important to me. And I'm not ready to shut the the store down. I'm not ready to close the store or, or to sell it, so to speak. I'm really ready to, to magnify those things within me that are strong, and I'm looking to change those individual things in my personality that I need to improve on. I am in a very unique position in my life, and a lot of us, a lot of people like me who find ourselves in this what I call second phase of life are in a place where we can dictate what our lifestyle is going to be. And so, you know, a lot of times you have to overcome your shortcomings in order to establish who you are in that second phase of life. And it requires commitment and dedication. It requires getting rid of those negative aspects of yourself and focus on those positive aspects of yourself and make changes that are going to make you uniquely special in your own situation. So a lot of times we have to reflect on who we are and where it is that we're going so that we can commit ourselves uh, to that place. We cannot uh, allow ourselves to rest on our laurels and to sit back and, and feel comfortable with what we did in the first phase of our life. Uh, because if you do, anytime you sit still for any length of time, you might find yourself going backwards. So we truly want to do what it takes to move forward and keep ourselves uh, using the momentum that we have established in, at our middle age to have that momentum continue in our older age. And that's what, you know, we need to reflect on. What is it that I need to do to hold tight to the momentum that is available to me 
so that I can continue on this upward rise to success. Uh, we're going to take a short break and give people an opportunity to get on the line, and then we're going to come back and continue our conversation. We want to make sure that we have a good conversation today, an opportunity uh, to really benefit from those things that are going on around us. I'm having a little trouble here with my board, and um, I'm not sure what is wrong, but we'll get it straightened out. Uh, we're going to come back and continue uh, to work and have this good conversation. I know we're going to have a great conversation uh, today. Never Had It So Good 101.1 is proud to have talk radio on their platform. Like Pastor Regina Johnson, Refresh Radio, James Deshaies, Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, Daquan King, Revive Radio, Warren Sally with Man Cave Radio, Sky Wonders with Unmuted, Your Voice Matters, Wake Up Call Radio with Pastors Warren and Annie Sally, Peace Within Radio with Henry Washington, The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams, Dig Radio with Pastor Annetta Watson, Crazy Sports Mom with Doretha Anderson, Been There, Done That with Cindy Smith, Pave Your Way to Success with Rudy and Michelle Govan, Spiritually Reincarnated with Gilbert Sines, In Times Like These with Benita Coney, Sports Talk Atlanta with Matt D and Travis McGee, Sports Talk Carolina with Andre White and Neek Emerson, Sports Talk Money Podcast with Elliot Johnson, Power 803 with Reverend John Robinson, Totally Healed Radio with Angel Anderson, Bless This House Gospel House with Bishop Timothy Henderson, and It's a Way Out and a Way to Stay Out with Marlon Reed. I'm talking about absolutely the best talk show host in the country right here on Never Had It So Good 101.1, The World's Radio Station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. 
you will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thought, Love, and Reflections, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday and Sunday, uh, well, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. Okay, we're going to uh, start the conversation today, and we hope uh, that more of our calling individuals will catch up with us. Uh, welcome, Cheryl. How are you doing this evening? Good evening, and I'm doing very well. What about yourself? I'm doing fine. Cheryl, I'm really, you know, on this show, I think there are times when we really have to be honest with ourselves and honest with our audience in hopes that all of us can benefit. And today I wanted to just talk about the fact that you know, we have to do a true evaluation about who we are and where we are and where we're going when we meet when we reach that middle age. Um, now that I have retired, I find myself struggling to find my identity as a retiree. I love my talk show, but I want to galvanize my abilities and my strengths to take advantage of who I am as an individual. And I also want to focus on those things that are going to make me better in my life personally. Uh, But sometimes I have difficulty getting myself focused like I did when I had a more solid schedule. You know, when you're not retired and you're working, you have an exact time that you need to be to work and an exact time when you're getting off. And there are exact responsibilities you have to function on your job. When you retire, a lot of that focus and uh, scheduling is gone, and you have a lot more freedom. Uh, So then you need to focus on self-evaluation, self-control, and self-direction. And uh, you don't want to find yourself slipping backwards. You want to take advantage of what it is that you have created and gotten based on your first uh, level of commitment to your life. And so you want that commitment to um, to flip into this second phase of life and take advantage of those, of those disciplines. But sometimes it's a little hard when you are self-employed uh, to do or experience uh, uh, use the same types of disciplines that you did when you were working for somebody. And, you know, that was the key word that you said, being disciplined. Um, I've worked for myself at a very, very young age, um, started working for myself when I was like um, 11 years old. And I realized that one thing that you have to do is you have to make a schedule. You have to make a schedule and stick to the schedule. 
you know, I found that a lot of people didn't respect the fact that I was self-employed and I was at home. So they always thought I was available. So what I had to do was, although my phone rung, I only took calls or or looked at my calls at around 12 o'clock. I took out whatever time of day that I needed to return phone calls. Um, Then I um, also made sure that I wrote down my to-do list, those things that needed to be done the next day to make sure you check them off as you're doing those things. You know, the same things that I did or would have done for a job, I did those very same things for my own self. And that's one thing why a lot of people don't work from home because they don't have self-discipline. I made sure that I specified what my days off were. I didn't deviate from those days. I didn't answer or reply to any business calls. Um, So you have to treat your business at home like a business and not just like a hobby because people won't respect you. They're going to treat your business how you treat your business. They're going to respect you on the level that you respect your business and yourself as well. And when it comes to doing the activities, I find that write those things down. Just like when you go to a job and they see, oh, this needs to be done, that needs to be done, do the same thing in your business at home and also in your life. You know, write it down, make it clear. You know, even like a to-do list, because when you settle down at the end of the day, you think, oh, I forgot to do this. And that's because you don't have your list written down. So, you know, we can always modify that and see what is it we are doing and things that we want to accomplish. Put down what you want to accomplish. Now, how? what are the things that I need to do to accomplish this goal? Because you can't just merely put out, I want to accomplish such and such, and you think it's going to happen. you got to put down the steps, the actions that you're going to take in order to accomplish those things. So you got to put in even more than you did for a regular job in yourself. It is something. I guess you always need. You always talk to the person that you need to talk to when you open yourself up. Because, Cheryl, you said so much in that short period of time that I need to adhere to. I spent the first 30 working years of my life getting up before or by 6 o'clock and going and doing all kind of different things and making sure I was at work uh, before school started. And uh, I was there most of the time. And, uh, you know, it is so important to display those same behaviors. I have to reestablish who I am as a retiree. I have, uh, through at least three years of being retired, and um, my work ethic, the first 30 years as a teacher, has given me an opportunity uh, to really utilize my skills for myself and create another kind of income. 
but I have to recognize that I cannot just be too um, casual with my time. I have to use it as specifically as I did when I was working and give myself the same kind of that I did for Orange County Public Schools. Orange County Public Schools paid me not only a salary, uh, but gave me money for retirement, and that money now gives me an opportunity to reconnect with who I am and what it is that I want to do. And I know that there are a lot of people out there who are listening who find themselves in the same situation. I would even go so far as to say those of you who are within five years of retirement ought to be working on what it is that you're going to do day one when you retire so that you can hit the ground running. I'm afraid I didn't do that. So now I'm scrounging to figure out what it is that I am that I need to be to keep the momentum going that was given to me through my hard working as an instructor and not to lose ground or lose capability because I've now sat down and now have a control over my own clock. So, uh, Cheryl, when we become controllers of our own clock, we have to be good managers. Are you there, Cheryl? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. You know, and I said, and you said another good word. You say commitment. You have to be committed to yourself, committed to what it is that you want to accomplish in your retirement days. You know, you can't be, it can't be so broad that it's not defined. And you have to actually define it, break it down in the way that you would have it done. And like I said, I've worked for myself for many, many years. And you get people around you to um, respect that, respect the fact that if, like, say, for instance, I always took Mondays off, Um, you know, so most people know, don't even call me about business on Mondays. Um, You can leave a message and I'll get back with you on Tuesday. And most of the time... I always had two phones. I had a business line and I had a personal. I never mixed the two together because I didn't want to catch myself as far as trying to screen my calls from my personal phone. So I always, and I can remember going way, way back when I had two landline phones. I had two of those um, pagers, the beepers that you used to call, Um and that's how far back I can tell you that I worked for myself, and I always divided the two. I always kept my business business and my personal personal. That way people respect you and respect it as a business. But you have to take and be committed to it. You have to be disciplined. You have to be dedicated to it, and you have to put an action plan together for what it is that you want to accomplish and put your daily plan together and your weekly goal, your 30-day goal. What is it that I'm looking to try to achieve? 
then you always start with a small-term goal and work your way to a long-term goal because you don't want to go so far out there till you haven't put the steps together for the short-term goals to reach the long-term goal. Give yourself a date, a timeline in the things that you want to have accomplished. I know I always put a date on it, you know, because what it does, it pushes you harder. It pushes you to the point, you know, just like when you're working and they say, we got a deadline. Okay, what is your deadline? So there's a lot of different things that you can do to restructure. And once you've done this for 21 days, it becomes a habit for 21 consecutive days, not um, where you're not dedicated, where you're not committed, because you want to be able to see whatever it is flourish. And it won't if you're just sitting there thinking about it and saying, this is what I'm going to do. Well, how are you going to do it and when are you going to do it? Where are you going to do it? You know, all of those things. So it takes a lot of work and dedication, commitment, and discipline to accomplish, you know, the goals that you want, you know, in retirement if you want to do some type of business. And the truth is, when I use the term retirement, I truly don't really mean it as some people might. My thought of retirement is transitioning for from working for others to working for myself. I want to use and commit myself to those gifts that my God has given me in order to make a income not only for myself, but for my opportunity to bless those around me. I want to be able to financially do what I can and bless and give to those foundations and services that I think I want to reward. And then I want to include a little travel in that. But in order to do that, I have to spend some time committed uh, to my health. I have to spend some time committed to uh, building a a foundation of change so that my gifts given to me by God can now benefit me at the same level uh, that my education did uh, when I graduated from college. So all I have to do now is give myself the same level of commitment that I did to my youth into my second phase of life. And I have to be honest, I, in some areas I have done that. But in some areas I have, I have uh, not made the full commitment, uh, especially to getting up every morning and making some things happen, Cheryl. Yeah, just like you said, you have to, you know, and you have to start. You know, all the time I always, every month, it's new beginnings although every day should be new beginnings, but I do every month. New beginnings. What you have not accomplished thus far, you still can be committed today. You still can start. You know, so don't beat yourself up for yesterday. Began today. And this is where I'm going to, you know, where you say I'm committed. I'm committed to this. 
and being committed, what am I going to do to get this accomplished? So, yeah, we do, um, you know, I try to keep myself on a schedule. I get up at 445 every morning. Um, I'm on a prayer from (coughs) 5 to 6. I find myself washing clothes and, you know, straightening up before I go out to work out. (coughs) And, you know, when I make my calls and, and I don't let, um, the people control my business. I control my business because you can get to the point where people just start calling you and they just like, well, I couldn't get you. I, you know, don't let people control your business. You control your business because you'll be all over the place and it won't be, you won't have any structure. Um, people will be dictating to you and it won't be as enjoyable because most of the time if you're retiring, you're going into a business that you enjoy and you're going to be dreading it. But um, it takes a lot of work. It takes just as much work, if not even more, because, see, the companies already have figured it out and they tell you what to do. Now it's up to you to figure it out and to be able to tell yourself what it is that it is that you need to do. And sometimes follow some of those same structures that you did on the job and see how simple you can do it as transferring that into your own business. All right, we're going to take a short break, Cheryl, and we're going to come back and continue our conversation.
so that we can gain what it is our level of worth ethic will get for us. We can't sit back and fat cat it and think that somehow we're entitled. We have to go after what it is we want. Well, you know, my motto has always been faith without works is dead. You know, we can believe, but we have to put the work in to be able to achieve those goals. You know, and I find that sometimes people need to be motivated. There's motivational um, that you can listen to on a daily basis to get you jump-started or to the point that you need to. But there's work that has to be done. I mean, anything in life that you want to accomplish, you can. And I find that when you surround yourself with those people who are where you want to be, then that can take you to where you need to go or you want to go. But if you continue to surround yourself with people who are going nowhere, then you're going to be going with them nowhere. So that's one thing that I find. You know, and sometimes you have to leave others behind. And it doesn't mean because you don't love them or you don't enjoy their company. They're just not going in the same place that you're going. And we can't take everybody with us because some people, if we took them, we would be dragging them along, and that would take it even take us even longer to get where we need to go by somebody we um, that we have to drag along with us. So sometimes at a faster pace, we have to move and get out the way, you know, and leave others behind. Now that doesn't mean once you accomplish those things. If somebody wants your help, that you can reach, you know, don't not reach back and be able to help. But sometimes they can become a hindrance of where you need to go and how fast you're trying to accomplish those things where you're going. You know, you're so right. God gives us all kind of uh, gifts, and seeing is one of them. And sometimes it's not the visual that is as important as the insight. And we have to recognize everybody can't see the future the way you do. Everybody don't have the same expectations that you do. In fact, some people will ask you, why is it that you want so much? Why is all of that important? Uh, Because they're able to live on a, a minimum of excitement and contributions and and dedication, and they're not the minimum as a success. And others see what other people think is unattainable and not worth working for uh, to be successful. So we have to recognize that all all of us don't see uh, through the same lens when it comes to our desires for the future and the things that we want. And and they will never be able to visualize. Why is it so important for you to have more than you have? It's not about the having. It's about the journey to get the success so that you can be the blessing that you want to be to the world in general. The world needs us, and it needs the gifts that God has given us uh, to commit ourselves to giving back to not only those who have been a blessing to us, but those who walk uh across our path, who need a helping hand and assistance. You can't assist people with a blessing. 
when you don't have one that has been given to you. You know, you're so right. Um, you know, and one thing that I always say, what God gives me, he doesn't just give it to me. He gives it to me to be able to share and to help others around me because that's what we are here. We are servants, you know, and we have to be able to do the things. And and one of the things that you mentioned, you know, about the what God gives us and what he gives me is so different from what he gives you. And nobody else may understand, and that's why a lot of times, you know, we say we can't share our gifts or we can't share the things that God gives us with everybody because we have dreams still of us. We have those who want to tell you, oh, you can't do that, or, you know, that's not possible. What makes you think that you can accomplish that? So a lot of times we have to keep those things to ourselves because just because he gave it to you doesn't mean he gave it to the next person. So in accomplishing those things, you know, that's one of the reasons why I always pray, to put those people in my life to help me to accomplish those things that you have me to accomplish. And that means, again, leaving a lot of people behind. And the main people may be your family. And it does, like I said, it doesn't mean that you don't love them. It just means that you're going somewhere. And a lot of times you hear, oh, they think they this, they think they that. But that's okay. You don't have to confide in them on every step that you make and what you are trying to accomplish and what you're trying to do, especially what God gives you. Because, like I said, what he gives you, he don't give to the next person. And they can't begin to understand that. So we don't have to. Yeah, and so many many people don't understand that you want, we are not selfish people. And so when we're blessed, we're going to be a blessed thing. And they sometimes think, why are you working so hard? Why are you doing so many things? Why can't you slow down? Why can't you just be happy with what you have? Those are all the kinds of people don't see themselves reaching a point where they can be a blessing to others. They, and you have to recognize when you stay in one place too long, you're going to go backwards. And so you have to study, be looking to make strides to move forward, uh, to reach out to more people, and to, uh, to be able to make a difference in this world and have a reason for being here. I think part of what longevity is is when you have a reason for being somewhere of being in a place and you're making a difference, then God will give you more time. But when you seek not to do anything but live off your laurels, then you're not you might not be here very much longer. Yeah, you're so right. And I mean that's one of the things um that we have to steady do. We have to steady, you know, pray and ask God what it is that He have us to accomplish. And no, everybody don't require the same things. Everybody is not going the same place. Everybody is not trying to help the next person. So my goal and what I'm trying to achieve may be way greater than the next person because I'm looking to be able to help somebody. I'm looking to be able to make a difference in somebody else's life. I'm also looking to leave my generation, I mean the my um my grandchildren are inheritance. Some people are just content just where they are, and that's okay for them. 
but it doesn't mean that you should take and be down on the next person because of their achievements. That's why we can't say everything to everybody because everybody is not going to be happy for you. And, I mean, I've experienced that a lot in life. Now, when they say misery loves company, misery does love company. So when you're miserable and when you're going through, they're going to be there. But the minute that you start seeing a little door opening and being able to get out of that hole that you was in, they don't even they don't even want to call you. They don't want to talk because they want to hear the bad things that's going on. Or they want to hear how bad you're doing or what you're not being able to get. So, and at that point, you know, that's when you need to find other people when you realize, you know, who you're actually talking to. Yeah, it is sad that um, sometimes the majority of the people around you are wanting to be like crabs in a bucket. They don't want to see you succeed because then they have to start looking at themselves and figure out why is it that so-and-so is doing so well, but yet I I haven't reached my goals. And so that's why self-evaluation is so important. We have to be able to look ourselves in the mirror and see what it is that we're doing every day to get where we want to go and so that we can be happy for others. One of the things I truly love and appreciate about having you in my life, Cheryl, is I know that I can go for you for inspiration because I know you're doing a lot of things that other people are not doing. And so that means that I have to evaluate what, what steps that I'm taking to be a better person when I can see the people out there making strides and making advancements and, and having making a difference in the lives of others. And I want to uh, stand up and be account, accounted as well. I want to make sure that my life has meaning, and it can only have meaning when you're out there making the strides to do better and be better each and every day. Yeah, and that's with everybody. You know, um, we can't accomplish those things if we're not striving toward them. You know, we got a lot of people that said, well, you know, and this is the big thing, um, I'm, this year I'm coming out of debt. But you haven't did anything so far to achieve that. Or this year I'm really going to lose weight. Those are the two New Year's resolutions or goals that people have for the new year. And But when it comes to putting the work toward it or when it comes to doing it, they haven't done anything. So that's what we call insanity, doing the same thing but expecting different results. And that's what a lot of people do. They talk it, but they're not willing to put the actions behind it to be able to achieve those things. And like you said, you know, I say all the time, that's okay. Today is a new beginning. We don't have to wait till the new year to start. We don't have to wait till the next month. Day and when I see today, Right now, we don't have to wait. I'm going to start tomorrow. We can start right now. Whatever happened before then, that's okay. Let it go. We can start right now, whatever it is. Because once we gain the knowledge of being able to what to do, then we're expected to be able to do to do those things. So we can't complain if we're not willing to do it. 
You are truly so right. We're going to take another break, and we'll come back and continue our conversation. We got it together, didn't we? We've definitely got our thing together, don't we? Isn't that nice? I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really nice? I can easily feel myself slipping more and more away into that super world of my own. Nobody but you and me. We've got it together, baby.
This is James T. DeShay, the host of Talk Club and Reflections, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We're here seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Dial in at 657-383-0309. We're also Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, again at 657-383-0309. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruptions. We're the place that you need to call in to discuss the topics that are impacting our world now and in the future. We want to talk about everything under the sun so that we can have an idea or a plan to attack our country in a way that we can bring progress and we can make the future better. This is our time, our place, to wake up and be accountable for what is going on in our lives. Uh, Cheryl, what what is your final statement for today as we end the show uh, this Monday? We want to just thank you for being here with us. I'm not sure where our rest of our family is, but it is always nice to call in and open the show and have a friendly face. Uh, what is your final thoughts this evening? Well, you know, being on the subject that we were talking about, the things that we are trying to achieve, whatever part of our life, um, whether it's um, entrepreneurship, retirement, business, whatever, you know, it may be, and whatever we do, you know, let us not be so complacent and procrastinate and achieving those because we never know when the time comes when we close our eyes. And we always think about, you know, what do I want to be remembered as doing? Who would I like to be there to see me laid out? And it may not be important to a lot of people, but for some it gives you a self um, a sense of achievement, accomplishment, and who have I left behind that I could have helped but I didn't help because I didn't do what I needed to do. So with all of that saying, whatever we do, we can always do more. Cheryl, you are so right. We have responsibilities to the world than to ourselves, and we need to use the gifts that God has given us to the greatest uh, ability, and we shouldn't leave anything on the table when the end does come. We all are aware the end is coming. But it's important for us to make sure that we're doing what it takes to have been a special, play a special part in the world that it exists. Sometimes people just don't realize that we have to be a part of the solution and not part of the problem, that there is a gift within us that requires us to do the right thing, to say the right thing, and to be on the right page when people need us. And we can't do that if we're not being committed and dedicated to our own dreams. And I so appreciate you and what you bring to the table, things we can share with our audience, because we're still out there fighting the fight and not sitting back on on what we did yesterday. Uh, yesterday will not accomplish anything tomorrow unless we bring a part of what we earned yesterday with us. So I just thank you so much for keeping me inspired and keeping me dedicated 
and keeping me accountable uh, to what it is that I need to accomplish as I listen to the things uh, that you are accomplishing and that you are making happen. I appreciate all you well, guys. I appreciate you as well. My voice. I, I look forward to uh, you calling into the show at 657-383-0309. I want you to know that we're creating a family here of dedicated people who are being accountable to each other as we make uh, the world know that we're here and we exist. So come be a part of this team, the Thought, Love, and Reflection team, where we care about ourselves, we care about the people that cross our path, and we care about the world in general. And we're about making things happen that are going to make that world special and not uh, allow people to take us back to a day where there was so much division. It is our duty and our responsibility, accountable uh, to what it is that the Constitution says and the kind of country we want America to be. I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday where we talk about the things that impact our lives now and in the future. Take care, Cheryl. I'll see you tomorrow. Your children and don't let them fall by the side of the road and teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place.
Stay with me. 